Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. So a lot has changed since the last time I greeted all of you and I was here in the closet slash studio recording for Real Deal. Uh, So much has changed that the atmosphere that I'm even in right now doesn't look the same. We have been in project mode. We have done so many things. And in fact, the space that I'm speaking to you in doesn't even look the same. I mean, I have some of the same clothes in my closet, but it's totally been transformed. But I don't know about you, but since two weeks ago that we posted for The Real Deal, a lot has changed and so many things have stayed the same. So I just wanted to come on today and just talk to you and and encourage you, allow you to know that you are The Real Deal and that being real in this time is super important, that we're just honest with how we're feeling and what we're doing. And then we grab onto what is true, but we let the truth trump all of that. So what I would like to do today is just share my heart with you, tell some things that are going on in my crazy world and on my life and in my life. And then also, I just want to read some scripture over you. I want to declare some promises over you that are true of what God says about our situations and our world and our life and things that have not changed at all. So the last time, if you listened the last time, it was a episode of Buddy Time with my girlfriend, Gail. And if you haven't had a chance to do that, just tune into that Buddy Time. It was wonderful. And I'm just so grateful for Gail to do that with me. But during that episode, we were talking a little bit about how I needed to go leave to go finish packing. Well, I didn't go finish packing because all of the things that were set out on the bedroom floor were in order for me to put them in a suitcase to then take to the trip to Israel for the encounter tour. And what happened instead is it was canceled. So we were going to be going to Israel and I had everything laid out for the trip so that we could then fly to Tel Aviv and... um, begin the trip. So we would actually just be coming home a few days ago. Anyway, I'm sure you will know from the state of the globe and the world and everything that's been going on with COVID-19 that we did not go to Israel. And the reason I'm even mentioning this is how do you deal with disappointment? How do you deal with the turnaround of thought? What's been going on in your world? I just need you to know that now it almost seems like a distant thing. I'm just in a new brain space. However, I want to mention to you that we do have a rescheduled date, Lord willing, May 5th through 15th, 2021. And there are many of you who are Real Deal listeners that I've talked to about joining us for the Encounter Tour. And so maybe that's you. I would love to have you join us for the Encounter Tour, May 5th through 15th, 2021. So yes, that did get rescheduled. And we have been working on some things that I think isn't this kind of an interesting time? What have you been doing with your time? What are you feeling like, oh, now I should really do this? It's, it's a time to work on projects that we haven't worked on before, a time to rest when we just really need a nap. It's a time to get some things done in the house if those projects have been delayed. Whatever it is, I want you to know that I have felt this sense of energy towards some things that we need to get done. And so, yeah, I'm in this new space with the ceiling painted and the walls painted and we cleaned and gutted out the closet and sorted through things. And I don't know if you, if you know what it feels like, but you have to make a mess before it gets better. And I'm telling you, my closet felt like it was all over the house. There was a room filled with things, beds filled with things, floor space filled with things, other floor space filled with shoes and boots. And, and sometimes in our life when we're going through a cleaning out process, something that needs to 
fester, bubble up, get cleared off so it can get skimmed off and completely thrown away, so to speak. Those things have to happen first where it's a mess before it's a masterpiece. And I just want you to know God is working in me with that. And he's working in my heart that way. And I pray he's working in you that way too. Maybe there's some things that have been cleaned out in your life. So we have um, a totally new space for our master bedroom. My friend Dana, who was also on the podcast one other time, um, I'm so grateful she she just really was great and we measured things and sent them to her and we picked out a new layout of the room and it's just so different. It was bay leaf green, now it's called alabaster white and I love being in that space. So in this time where things are so different, what's your space? Do you have a space where you can just be at peace? I mean, it's really, really important. So I'm loving that space. And another thing that's been happening that's so different is (laughs) I just felt like I needed to get everything off of me. We've been washing our hands like crazy. So I will take a bath at night or a shower at night and then I'll go to bed. And in the morning, I wake up with the craziest of hair, but it's just been a a new routine for me. So what are your new routines? What are the things that you're going to embrace for good now? I I don't know. Maybe those things are things that you want to press forward into the new space, into the new time of 2020, when even we're allowed to go outside again. So I'm here. I don't have a guest with me today. I don't have somebody to ask whether they're an introvert or an extrovert, whether they are morning bird or night owl, whether they like books or movies. It's just me and it's you. And so thank you. Thank you for being a real dealer. Thank you for tuning into The Real Deal. And I hope it blesses you today. You know, I also write a blog and it's called Fresh Perspectives on Everyday Life. And the one that I wrote last week, I actually resubmitted or reposted a blog from three years ago because it was entitled, What God is Not Doing. And I don't know if you've signed up for the blog or if you just want to go look at that one, but it's so important to me because I just felt like I needed to get it out because these are the things that God is not doing right now. He is not biting his nails. He is not wringing his hands. He is not confused and he does not need to call a committee. He is not wondering what to do next. God is sovereign and he is good and he is on it and he wants his people to be praying. He wants his people to depend it. He wants his people to reach out to others and check on them and all that kind of thing. But God is not shocked or surprised. God is sovereign. He is good. And those things cannot be divorced from one another. So I just thank you for tuning in today. And I I just wanted you to know that things have changed around here, but God has not changed. He is unchanging in his love. He is unchanging in his goodness and his kindness and his faithfulness. Um, Just be encouraged today. So yeah, a couple other things I wanted to do is I wanted to read a few promises over you and also let you know that I believe when I've had other people in here and we've been chatting about their purpose in life or what they um, love to do or how they were formed in their hardships, it's because I just believe so wholeheartedly that people are made for a purpose on purpose. And it says in scripture that we are God's masterpiece. One version says poem, another says handiwork. We are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So I even believe God prepared me in advance to do this podcast that you're listening to presently, whether you're in your car whether you're on a walk, whether you're seated in a chair because you haven't ever listened to The Real Deal before and you're like, I'm just going to check this out. God has a purpose and he plans things ahead of time for us. And I also believe that he has prepared me and I have had all the ingredients for this online course that I have wanted to give and I've had the 
audio recorded and I've had the video done and I've had some of the slides ready and this is a time when I believe I'm going to release it. So I just tell you that because I want for you to know that there is going to be a free online course called I Know Who I Am. And it really unpacks my mantra, don't compare, don't compete, celebrate, because I believe on the planet to help people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. And so I hope that you're beginning to celebrate yourself and the genius of God in you because you are different than anybody else. You are different than any other guest I've ever had. You are different than any other person. Even if you're an identical twin, you have your own special DNA and God has his own special plan for you. So if you are alive today and you are breathing, it's because he's believing in you and he wants you to believe in him. So it's all good. Random thoughts. That's what we're doing today. Some random thoughts. So do you even know what day it is? I mean, isn't it kind of hard because we don't have our regular rhythms to figure out like, I don't go to church on a Sunday now. And so what day is this? It's it's Monday. Oh, tomorrow's Tuesday. Tomorrow's when I put out a podcast. By the way, tomorrow is my son's 30th birthday. I cannot believe I have a 30-year-old or soon tomorrow I will have a 30-year-old. It's just blowing my mind away. He's so incredible. He's so amazing. He's a gifted artist. He's a kind and loyal man. He is a wonderful husband. He's a great son. And I cannot believe I'm a mother of a 30-year-old. But what day is it? I've had to ask myself that over and over. Do you even do you even know what day it is? And I was asking God that one morning when I woke up and I'm like, what day is it? And I'll lay there for a second and then I will figure out whether it's a Wednesday or it's a Friday or whatever. I'll try real hard to think about it because our days are looking so different. But every day I've realized, yeah, I know what today is. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's what it is today. It's a day to rejoice and be glad. You know, we can be praying for the people who are working in the hospitals and in the nursing homes, those who are in the ERs, those who are looking at tests, those who are touching patients, those who are wearing masks, those who are showering at night to get stuff off of them. But I just pray that we would be upholding people with our prayers. We would be grateful to people for the work they're doing, and we would be doing our part to stay at home, stay safe, and also do whatever it is God calls us to do. So things have been different around here really different around here, but I'm really enjoying it. You know, it's a perspective shift. I don't feel stuck at home. I feel safe at home and I I, I don't feel, and I feel like there's this time for me to seize the day and not just let time pass me by. So my husband has been amazing. I mean, amazing. We, like I said, we redid the master bathroom a while ago. We redid this master bedroom. We've worked on this closet, which is my slash studio recording studio. He has installed new lighting in a closet and down in the area where there's a pantry. He has done things indoors and outdoors. He has worked so hard on so many things and he's he's just amazing and I'm really grateful. What are the things that are going on around you and who can you be grateful for? to? And who can you thank God for? Maybe it's just your roommate. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a child that you're seeing something different or a grandchild that you miss desperately, but you can call them and let them know how um, how important they are to you. So just seize the moment to really be intentional in this time. The other day we had one of those Zoom calls and somebody was asking me how they could pray for me. And I said, you know, what I really want 
is I don't want this time to go by and I've squandered it. So I'm trying to read books that I want to read. I'm trying to be in the word. I'm trying to reach out to people. Uh, I, I want to get this online course um, pushed out and, and free into people's hands to use however they want. So what are those things that are happening that you want to embrace? Oh, I also wanted to tell you a random thought. We have this backyard that I often post on Instagram or on my Instagram stories or it goes on Facebook because it's just it's amazing all the wildlife that we get here. I mean, I've had over 30 turkeys in my backyard. I've had them on my roof. I've had them close. I've had deer in my yard. I've had the first day of January, there were five bucks in my yard, five with the antlers, the whole thing, just basically staring right at me. And the other day we began to see this red fox, so beautiful, wandering through the yard. And I wanted to make sure that my parents, my sisters, and everybody, so I posted it to one of our family photo streams. And we've just been watching this fox's activity as it goes through our yard. And then just the other night, we lay down into bed, and it was a stormy night. So it rained all night. I love those nights where it rains. And the rain didn't wake me up. It wasn't the rain, even though it was really storming. But I woke up because there was this unbelievable call, this cry, this strange sound. And I was like, honey, is that? It wasn't a coyote. It wasn't a wolf. It wasn't a cat. It was just really interesting. And later, we looked up. Actually, my husband looked up online. And it is the sound of in the springtime when foxes are mating. And it's the cry that the female makes. And it was so loud that I was like, what is going on? And I woke up and then I was like, honey, do you hear that? Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything except for once again, something I'd never experienced. Once again, something I didn't know was going to happen. And I just embraced it like, okay, that's new. Okay, that's different. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to The Real Deal. You know what I've really been clinging to at this time has been Psalm 91. And I want to read it to you in a different version. And then I want to read some other promises over you. It's basically all I want to say to you. So let me read from Psalm 91. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It's different than what I've memorized before, but I think it will be good. Just know that it is a prayer of safety over you, and it's also a prayer of triumph for those of us who know the king and can pray into situations and can stand up for situations. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. 
They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon the lion and the cobra. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. You know, I just wanted to read that over you. It's just such a wonderful psalm because it's so full of truth. But it also says that God will be there and all of his promises are sure. So Psalm 91 4 says this, he will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. So I just wanted to read a few of God's faithful promises to you. When my kids were homeschooled, we did a lot of um, different curriculum through Children Desiring God. And I, I, I got this packet full of verses and it was on a big ring. And they were promises that went along with every one of the 33 lessons or whatever. And the promises of God were at the top. And then the verse was something that we would memorize. And I just want to read some of these to you from Children Desiring God. But they're all different references. So just... If you are able to just let the word wash over you right now, I've picked some special ones that I want to read. Whether you know them or not, let's just let God's promise be our armor and our protection. The promise is that God will not reject his people. Isaiah 54:10. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed says the Lord who has compassion on you. This is a promise of God. God plans good for you. This is one of my favorites. It's Isaiah 64, 4. In a time where we are just sitting and we do not know when or how or what not about our timing, we're just waiting on God. Listen to this promise. Since ancient times, no one has heard no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. This is another promise that God will be with you in hard times. Isaiah 46, I'm reading verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Isaiah 43, 2 says this, and it's a promise that God will be with us in hard times. I would consider a global pandemic a hard time. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. Take that promise to heart. You know, we don't even know exactly what our next steps are or where we're going, but we do know the one that is with you. Let me repeat it. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. I love the book of Lamentations, particularly chapter 3. And this is verse 32 and 33. God will not bring any unnecessary suffering into your life. So when it says that, then I believe there is suffering. But there is suffering with a purpose. It's not just a mean punishing type of a God. And let's let the suffering or the difficulties or the trial work out what needs to happen in our lives. This is Lamentation 3. Though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love, for he does not willingly bring affliction or grief 
to the children of men. This is a promise that if you persevere under trial, you will be rewarded. So take heart, people. Let's persevere under this trial. 1 Peter 4, 16 says this. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. Also, if you persevere under trial, you will be rewarded. Here's the promise from James 1, 3. I'm sorry, James chapter 1, 2 and 3. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Consider it joy, it says. I don't know how joyful you are, but I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. So during this trial, I have been laughing. I have been thinking of memes that are funny. I have been dancing around in my house. I've been listening to worship music. I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I can consider it pure joy when I face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. So those of you, let's stick in with it. Let's still persevere. Let's press forward. If you persevere under trial, you will be rewarded. That's a promise. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18 says this, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. That's really important. It's like a... It's like a scale and there's things that are being put on one side and other weights on another side. And our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. The eternal glory that we're going through is a huge thing compared to the trials that we are encountering even now. And Apostle Paul is writing this and he's been whipped, he's been beaten, he's been shipwrecked, he's been hungry, he's been forced out of places. He's calling these things light and momentary troubles. And so we know that what we have in Christ far outweighs any trial we go through. Hebrews 10.36 says this, You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. And James 1.12 is a promise that if we persevere under trial, we'll be rewarded. It says this, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive a crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Proverbs 2.7 and 8 says this, he holds victory. <laughs> he holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk, whose walk is blameless. Let me start over. He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield for those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and he protects the ways of his faithful ones. And I know some people get all upset because they're like, well, I'm not blameless. If you have Jesus Christ's blood on your life, you are considered blameless before God Almighty. This is a promise that God will keep you from all harm. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. 2 Timothy 4.18 This is Psalm 91 again, verse 9 and 10. I just want to reiterate it even though I read it earlier. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. That's Psalm 121, 7 and 8. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. That is the fact that the Lord will keep you from all harm. That's Ephesians 6, 16. From Psalm 34, 6, the Lord will deliver you from all troubles. Here's the verse. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. Now that assumes that we're going to call out to God. So let's do it. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. 
The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. The righteous cries out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. That's Psalm 34, 17. Those last three have been all from Psalm 34. It's so good. This is a promise that God will deliver you from all your troubles. This is Psalm 86, verse 5 through 7. You are forgiving and good, O Lord, abounding in love to all who call to you. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. In the day of my trouble, I will call to you, for you will answer me. And I need you to know that my life has not been free from all trouble, but it has been free from the fact that God delivers me from the trouble, if that makes sense. When I call to him, he does answer me. Last one, Second Chronicles 20, verse 9. God will deliver you from all your troubles is the promise. Listen to this. It says about calamity, and calamity is an event resulting in great loss or misfortune. I believe that this coronavirus could be considered a calamity, an event resulting in great loss or misfortune. If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword or judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before the temple that bears your name, and we will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. That is my prayer. I just want to take time to thank God for you. I want to take time to thank God for the people that are working in the hospitals and things like that. And I just want to bless you. So I know I had a lot of random thoughts from, hey, when the Israel trip is rescheduled to, there's been a fox in my yard and I've been cleaning my closets and there's been a mess in my house and I don't know what day it is and I'm putting out an online course and by the way, you know, you're invited and all these different things. I get it, but I just wanted to go ahead and put out the real deal because the real deal is that this is a strange time and the real deal is that God is in charge of strange times or regular times in our monotony and in our chaos. God is sovereign over it all and I just want to bless you. I just want to bless you right now and I wanted to put out the real deal and just take a pause because I can't have anybody over because we're not supposed, we're doing the social distancing and I didn't want to just put out a different podcast. I wanted to pause and bless you with the promises of God. Like it says in Psalm 91, that the promises of God, his faithful promises are our armor and our protection. So I just wanted you to hear those things. Let me pray for you real quick. Father, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you know me. I thank you that you've got my hairs numbered And I thank you that you've got the hairs numbered of the person listening to my voice right now. I thank you that you love them. You love him. You love her. You are aware of everything in their circumstance. And I just release the love of the Father over the listeners, Lord. The love of the Father because the perfect love of the Father casts out fear. So we will not be afraid. We will just trust in your name, God. I release the shalom of heaven. Nothing broken and nothing missing. Just the peace of God. Anxiety, get out in Jesus' name. Just the peace of God. And Lord, I I just pray that the joy of the Lord would rise up in the listener. That the joy of the Lord is our strength, God. So I pray for strength and I pray for a joyful heart in the midst of trial. It doesn't mean we don't recognize it, God, but I pray that we would recognize you above the circumstance, that we know that every circumstance that we have is ordered by God, and we know that you are good in the midst of this icky thing that the enemy has come against us with. You are good, God. You are good. You are our solution. Our eyes are on you. And so I just pray, Father, for anybody that is 
depressed or discouraged that the joy of the Lord would rise up. And I just release the joy of the Lord right now in Jesus' name. And I praise you, Lord. I pray for dreams and visions at night. And I pray for people to press into you like never before and worship you. So I thank you, Lord, that things cannot be stopped on the internet. You're going forward and the real deal will go forward because you are the real deal and real situations are happening to the people in the sound of my voice. So thank you, God, that you care. You really do. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that you never will leave us. You'll never forget about us. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So yeah, have a great day. Whether you remember what day it is or not, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm going to sing happy birthday to my 30-year-old son. That's what I'm going to do. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Michael. Happy birthday to you. Golly, I love you. You're an amazing man. I celebrate you. I celebrate your significant son and the genius of God in you because you are amazing. I'm really glad I get to be your mom. Bless you today. Okay, everybody. I love you. Hang in there. God is good. Bye. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.